Please note that this episode contains information about suicide and child sexual abuse material that some listeners might find disturbing. Thank you. Support for the Bit Picture podcast comes from 1Password. 1Password is the world's most loved password manager, with top ratings from G2 Crowd and Trustpilot, and has been named top password manager by leading media outlets, including Wired, The New York Times, and CNET. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Sesame Care. Find the best price for the highest quality physicians. Book an appointment in minutes for as low as $19. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Hello, my name is Bidemi Logundi, and you're listening to episode 208 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about a new tool that helps young people remove explicit online images from the internet. I'll talk about the role of TikTok in enabling certain kinds of online vices. And I'll also talk about the rising trend of an extortion scam that specifically targets teenage boys. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1. They create fake female accounts to target boys between the ages of 14 and 17. So the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, reported a significant increase in extortion scams aimed at thousands of children and teenagers, prompting an unusual public safety alert last December, warning of the potential for more Americans to be targeted over the Christmas and New Year holidays. So according to the FBI, the scheme involves coercing minors into sending explicit photos of themselves online. Those behind the so-called financial sextortion then threaten to release the images unless the victims send money or gift cards. The FBI said more than 7,000 reports of such plots have been made to law enforcement over the past year, and there have been at least 3,000 victims most of whom are boys, and more than a dozen of those victims have died by suicide. The FBI saw a tenfold increase in reports in the first six months of 2022, compared with the same period in 2021. So in a statement on December 19, 2022, FBI Director Christopher Wray said that the FBI has seen a horrific increase in reports of financial sextortion schemes targeting minor boys, and the fact is that many of the victims are afraid to come forward and they are not even included in those numbers. Officials say that most of the schemes come from outside of the US, including the West African countries of Nigeria and Ivory Coast. According to a Justice Department official, investigators have not determined if one group is behind most of these plots or if there are some other copycats. Homeland Security Investigations, HSI, which is the investigative arm of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, is working to locate and apprehend those behind the schemes. The Justice Department official said that the people behind the schemes typically initiate contact with victims on public social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook, 
then move conversations to private messaging platforms like Snapchat or Google Hangouts. Usually, they create fake female accounts to target boys between the ages of 14 and 17. However, the FBI said there have been male victims as young as 10 years old. The FBI said that in many cases, the perpetrators have released compromising images of victims even when they receive their payment through extortion. Officials said that victims often feel shame, fear, and confusion, making it harder for them to report the schemes or seek help. So while child exploitation plots have historically been driven by the perpetrator's interest in children, the new schemes are different in that they only seek money. The ploys have grown to a scale that officials say they haven't seen before, with teenagers extorted for thousands of dollars in a matter of hours after the initial outreach. U.S. Justice Department officials said that previous schemes have largely targeted young girls. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children advises victims of such schemes and their parents and caregivers to report the abuse on relevant social media platforms and block the perpetrators. The group says to keep all the messages in case they are helpful for law enforcement investigations. For children and teenagers who may not have an adult who can help them, the center offers help at gethelp at ncmec.org. That is gethelp at ncmec.org or the phone number 1-800-THE-LOST, 1-800-THE-L-O-S-T. That is 1-800-843-5678. 1-800-843-5678. Support for the Bid Picture Podcast comes from Snake River Farms. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or beginner to beef, the pioneers of American Wagyu have got you covered with $25 off your order. Receive $25 off orders of over $149 with code SWAPSRF at Snake River Farms. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 2 many teens choose to make their profiles fully public. Adults have been starting improper relationships with minors online since the dawn of the internet. TikTok, the most downloaded social media app in recent years, has emerged as the largest and fastest growing danger zone yet, according to law enforcement officials and others who track child exploitation. So TikTok, which features short videos, has been a magnet for children and teenagers who spend more time there daily than on any other social media platform. Billions of videos are uploaded to the site each month, many starring young people singing, dancing, and talking about their personal lives. So what troubles those who track child exploitation? is that TikTok's algorithm is designed to learn what type of content the users like and then feed them a string of those contents. That keeps youngsters glued to the site and makes it easier for pedophiles to seek them out. A user who lingers on videos of, for example, teenagers dancing gets sent more videos of teenagers dancing. 
So a lot of the audience that follow these children on sites like TikTok are adult males who have sexual interest in children. Child sex offenders will gravitate toward where they are children and pedophiles prefer to look at videos of children. So like other popular social media websites, including Facebook and Instagram, TikTok allows users to restrict their postings to just family and friends. However, many teenagers choose to make their profiles fully public so that they can amass likes and use other popular functions, such as the one that allows them to post a video side-by-side -side with another video from a stranger. So with so many videos pouring onto the platform, child exploitation experts question whether TikTok can effectively monitor them for inappropriate behavior. TikTok's competitors are attempting to replicate its success by copying the short video format, adding to the torrents of content and concerns. So TikTok, which is owned by China-based ByteDance Limited, said it takes steps to protect younger users and is constantly working to improve them. A TikTok spokesperson said the platform uses technology to screen posts, including captions and comments, and that items that raise concerns are reviewed by humans. However, that spokesperson declined to disclose how many human screeners it employs and that the content harmful to minors is reported to authorities as required by law. TikTok is for users aged 13 and older, but younger children have access to the platform with limits on some functions, such as being unable to share or comment on videos, message other users, or maintain followers. TikTok's system blocks all users who say they are younger than 16 from using the direct messaging function to talk privately to others. Yet, as with many other social media apps, there is nothing to prevent young users from falsifying their dates of birth when registering on the app. Several state attorneys general have launched investigations into TikTok's effects on minors' physical and mental health. In Texas, an investigation has partly focused on the site's reporting of child sexual abuse material to proper authorities. Separate concerns about TikTok's Chinese ownership have prompted the federal government and some states to ban its use on government devices. TikTok chief executive Xu Zichu has agreed to testify before Congress on March 23 to address concerns about minors being exposed to harmful content, potential sexual exploitation, and whether users' data is shared with the Chinese government. Since TikTok launched back in 2017, it has been an enormous hit with young people. In 2022, users younger than 18 years old spent an average of about 107 minutes daily on TikTok. And that's according to Custodio, a company focused on internet safety. The second most used site in that age group, which is instant messaging app Snapchat, averaged about 72 minutes, and YouTube, which is another video-oriented site, had a daily average of about 67 minutes. TikTok said that child sexual abuse material and so-called grooming behavior are instantly removed from the site, the user's account immediately banned, and a report made to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Cyber Tip Line, 
which is a centralized reporting system for incidents of online sexual exploitation of children. Federal law requires electronic service providers, such as social media companies, to report child sexual abuse material to that tip line. The federal law does not require sites to actively seek out child sexual abuse material, which is considered a visual depiction of sexually explicit conduct involving a minor. The law also does not stipulate what evidence must be turned over to the tip line. Fines for knowingly failing to report can go up to 300,000 US dollars. However, as of January 20, 2023, the National Center was not aware of any company ever being fined. Legislation aimed at toughening the law has been introduced in the US Senate. TikTok made 154,618 reports in 2021 to the tip line, which is a record for the platform, with over 1 billion monthly active users, up from 596 reports back in 2019. TikTok said a variety of factors could have contributed to its lower reporting rates, including being newer than other major websites. In addition, the company said that the highly public nature of the platform might prevent users from posting inappropriate material. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Softer. Softer lets you stop waiting for developers so that you can build software without devs. Blazingly fast. It is trusted by over 100,000 teams worldwide. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 3. Hopefully, this new platform will prevent extortion. On February 27, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children launched a tool that allows young people to remove explicit images of themselves that appear online or block such photos from being shared. So this platform, known as Take It Down, allows young adults from anywhere in the world to submit an anonymous report about explicit or intimate images of themselves posted on certain online spaces. Young adults who are over 18 but appear in imagery taken when they were underage can also submit a report to have the images removed from certain platforms, according to the center, which is a non-profit. So the NCMEC said that the new initiative cannot remove photos everywhere online, but it can block or delete them across participating platforms and social media companies. Meta, the social media company that owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, provided the initial funding to build the infrastructure for Take It Down. A spokeswoman for Meta said that Facebook and Instagram are also among the participating tech apps. MindGeek, the parent company of Pornhub, has signed on to participate with Take It Down as well as OnlyFans and Ubo. Take It Down works by assigning a unique digital fingerprint, known as a hash value, to specific images or videos. Young adults can make a report on their own behalf, or a parent or guardian can also submit a case on behalf of a minor. Once a report is made and an image is assigned a hash value, 
That code is sent to participating tech platforms, which use it to detect and remove the imagery from its public or unencrypted websites and apps. The center said the hash values are assigned without the image or video leaving the victim's phone or computer or having anyone view it. So according to the NCMEC, reports can also be submitted by those who fear an explicit or private image or video might have been shared online, even if it hasn't appeared yet. In that case, the hash value blocks the image from appearing online without content. The center also said it hopes the new platform will prevent an online crime known as sextortion, which occurs when a person threatens to post intimate images or share more explicit content if a victim doesn't provide money, sexual contact, or more illicit imagery. The nonprofit said it carried out a soft launch of the platform at the end of December 2022 and has already received over 200 submissions. The center has also launched a public service announcement to run on platforms to raise awareness among teens and young adults about their options. Even though the platform isn't foolproof, in some cases, an altered image might get around the program, the center said it offers victims a new way to fight back against unwanted exposure. Take It Down mirrors a similar platform that was launched for adults back in 2021. That initiative, known as Stop NCII, and meant to protect and prevent non-consensual image sharing among those over 18, was led by a UK-based charity, the Southwest Grid for Learning. It was funded and developed by Meta. Stop NCII also uses a unique hash value to identify unwanted imagery online. In December 2022, TikTok and Bumble, the dating app, joined the initiative to halt what is sometimes called revenge porn, where nude, partially nude, or sexually explicit content is shared online without an adult content. In its first year, StopNCII.org helped over 12,000 adults create cases to stop images or videos from being shared online without content. A Meta spokeswoman said that the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as well as Meta and other cybersecurity experts, wanted to create a separate platform for teens and young adults because of concerns about shared intimate images of minors. The tech company said that Take It Down is being promoted across Meta's platforms and integrated into Facebook and Instagram to make it easy for users to report potentially violating content. Both apps, Facebook and Instagram, already have a way to report inappropriate content. Meta said it has developed more than 30 tools to support the safety of teens and families across its apps, including defaulting teen users into the most private settings on Facebook and Instagram and educating teens about the potential harms of taking intimate or explicit photos and videos. So to wrap up, on this episode, I talked about a new tool that helps young people remove explicit online images from the internet, the role of TikTok in enabling certain kinds of online vices, and the rising trend of an extortion scam that specifically targets teenage boys. So that's all I have for this episode 208 of the Big Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening.
Big Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Big Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.